Welcome to a new episode of Keeping Your Sanity While Single Parenting Podcast, where we inspire, encourage, and empower single parents to walk in their purpose. Come on in. Hi, welcome back. Today we're talking about courage in a crisis. Having courage in a crisis. Looking at the word courage, uh, it just basically means not to deter, be deterred by danger, anything like that. You know, we hear the, the word courage, we think about being brave. Um, we've all seen those, you know, motion pictures or television shows, you know, uh, predicting courage. Um, and it's just the ability to act on one's beliefs uh, despite of the danger of disapproval. And so in the context I'll be looking at it today, it's basically going to deal with having the ability to act on one's beliefs despite of someone else's disapproval or despite of the fear of being in danger of something. So when I look at courage, if we think about, you know, again, just being brave, you know, and um looking at 2020 um you know it took a lot of courage you know for a lot of us just to get through 2020 and we know we're still in uh, the pandemic uh era in 2021 and so it just takes courage to move into you know what god wants you to move into in spite of the opposition, in spite of, you know, um, the pandemic, in spite of everything going on, in spite of the uncertainty, um, in spite of loss, um, it takes courage to move forward into your purpose, into your calling, into um, the things of God, what God has for you, uh, have for your family, even when you can't see you know, all the way through. And that's where a lot of us are at in 2021. You know, a lot of us thought, oh, the end of 2020, you know, everything would totally uh, go back to the way it was. But that hasn't happened. and might not happen as we knew how it was, right? And so when I look at um, having the courage to do that, you know, it's easy to freeze. It's easy to um, get despondent. It's easy to walk around with anxiety and depression. Or it's just easy to stay in the place that you were. You know, there are some that are still in the place that they were at the beginning of 2020. You know, because they froze. Because of everything that's going on. You know, because of what they're saying on CNN or what they're saying on Fox or, you know, um, what the big news is today. You know, they're in a freeze. And there are others who decided to move, who said, I'm, I'm going to keep walking, even though I can't see the end of the tunnel. I can't even really see in front of me, but I'm going to keep walking. You know, the word tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight and so even though we don't see even though we don't see you know you may not see two feet in the front of you 
but you know and you have the knowing in you and you have the spirit of god in you and, and you know just from past experiences that if you just keep walking you know if you keep moving and then all the time it's not physically moving it might be okay i'm gonna sit here but i'm gonna move mentally you know i'm i'm gonna get information i'm gonna get some more knowledge on some things so you're moving but you may not be running around you know um like someone else is or you may not be you know uh lunching this or you may not be uh doing this endeavor but you're still moving mentally because you are constantly you know learning you're constantly feeding yourself you know information and uh becoming the best version of who you are you know so you are moving you know and you can also move it spiritually you know you, you're praying you're fasting you know you're getting more in your word you know you're getting closer to god so movement comes in all forms it's not just what we see with our physical eye and so even though 2020 happened even though we're in the middle of things in 2021 even though even before 2020 some some of us have to deal with things in our lives you know where it took courage you know we were dealing with things even before 2020 some of us and so uh it takes courage to move to take that step and we've all heard that phrase put one foot in front of the other you know and they're talking about physically but also again as i would say movement comes in all you know several different forms and so when you think of having courage in a crisis when you think about having courage in something like 2020 or a pandemic or whatever the crisis is you know you have faced in your life you think about you know how am i going to move in spite of how i'm going to accomplish in spite of how am i going to get things done in spite of how am i going to uh raise above rise above in spite of right how am i going to continue past this crisis in spite of nothing but god <laughs> nothing but god that's how you continue in spite of because you know it's something bigger than you you know there's you know there's you have something in you the spirit of god that's going to keep you moving forward you know and when you look around there are many who may not have it because you look at you know the actions of some or you look at you know some of the you know when someone just gives up you know and do the opposite of what you know they they may need to be doing or do something you know when we look why why did they do that you know how did they get to that point it's because you know they didn't have the courage to believe that they can overcome whatever situation that they were in and that's very important today that a lot of people are struggling yes we have people that are crushing it i'm not this this is not for you but there are a lot of people that are uh, you know still struggling um with anxiety um with depression things like that and they just can't see their way through and overcoming you know but God, <laughs> there's always a but God there, right? Um, and that's when it's important to definitely believe, you know, in something bigger than you. And God is definitely, you know, the creator bigger, you know, than us because he knows tomorrow, you know, nothing takes him by surprise. And so with that, we know we can be courageous. 
we know we can be courageous because in Romans 8 and 31, it says, it basically tells us, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Do you know that God is for you? <laughs> I like at the end when it asks the question, do you know? That, that's, that is the question of the day. Do you know that God is for you? Because that makes all the difference. Because if you know that you know that you know that he is for you, then you're going to move a little different. You know, you're going to move a little different. You're going to act a little different. You know, but if you don't know that he's for you, then that too, you're going to move a little different. And then you're going to act different. You're going to act accordingly, right? If you don't know. And sometimes, you know, we may say we know with our mouth. But do we know, do we have that knowing in our hearts that God is for us, that he's for us? Because we have that knowing in our hearts. Sometimes even our mind may say, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm going to get out of this one. But that knowing in our heart, you know, that's when we have to hide the word in our heart, right? And that knowing in our heart, something just rise up in us, just won't let, it just won't let you go. It just won't allow you to let go it won't allow you to let go no matter what you deal with or what you go through because you have that knowing in your heart to know that god is for you because you know not only with head sense but you know in your heart <laughs> you know you know by his spirit that he is with you and the opposite is if you don't believe that he's with you, then, yeah, then you, you know, hey, I'm ready to give it up. Oh, I'm ready to do something, you know, for a, a temporary fix. You know, I'm, I'm ready to do something permanent, you know, for something, for a temporary situation. That's what I want to say. I'm ready to do something permanent, you know, it's going to cause a permanent effect in my life for a temporary situation because... You know, even though I say with my mouth, hey, you know, I know God is for me, but in my heart, I don't believe that. So when the heat get turned up in the kitchen, <laughs> when the heat get turned up in the kitchen, you know, I only can, you know, handle so many degrees. So then I, I, I let go, you know, because it's not in my heart. You know, it's not down in my spirit. And that's when it's so important to get the word of God down in your spirit, you know, and to learn from situations and circumstances and experiences so you would know that God is for you. So when you get to Romans 8 and 31, I'm going to read it again when it says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? My God. Who can be against you if God is for you? You can stand up in any crisis and be courageous. Even with tears in your eyes. Even with tears in your eyes, you can stand up and be courageous because you know in your spirit and down deep in your heart that God is for you. So even with tears in your eyes, even with you not even knowing, you know, what's next, even with you not even seeing two feet in the front of you, because it deep in your heart, you know that God is for you. You got to know he's for you, even when it looks like he's not. You know, 2020 hit. We're in 2021. 
And it just seemed like, you know, for a lot of people, God wasn't for them. You know, it was loss after loss after loss. And that's and that's easy. It's easy to get to that point if you're losing, <laughs> you know, back to back. You know, it's all good when we're winning, right? We can holler at God and Jesus then, but what about when you begin to lose? What about when you, when I say lose, I mean in the physical realm, you know, because you never lose with God, right? But what about when you begin to lose? What about that? What about when it looks like nothing is going right? And then you begin to question, you know, even though if you don't say it with your mouth, we know in our heart and mind, we question, we question God. Even if it doesn't come out your mouth, you're thinking, why this, <laughs> right? Why me? Or why them? You know, and things like that. Why now? Why? But when you know that he is for you, even though you think it in your mind, it's just something will not let you quit. It will not allow you to let go. So we're talking about having courage in the crisis. And I'm talking about using as an example, the pandemic 2020 and everything that's going on in 2021, right? You know, having courage. So one thing that I have found out that when you're in a crisis, a crisis uh, moment, it's good to be calm. The first thing you wanna do is be calm. I'll never forget years ago, um, my younger son was uh, in an accident and so when I got the news, because he was with a relative at the time when it happened, um, <clears throat> and it was a car accident, and he was really the only one impacted to the point where he had to stay in the hospital, you know. And uh, I, I, I just remember going in, and, you know, I could have went there because um, they told me to go to one hospital, then they rerouted me to another hospital. So I knew in my spirit, you know, they rerouted me to that, the bigger hospital, I knew um, that it wasn't just a fender bender. And so when I got there, uh, to make a long story short, it, 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 I, I, when I look back on it, I can see how it would have been easy for me to be just hysterical. And I wasn't even driving there. I just wasn't hysterical. I mean, I was anxious. I wanted to get there because it was my child, right? Um, but I wasn't like uncontrollably hysterical. For one, I didn't have any information. They wouldn't tell me any information. So I got there. And even when I got there being briefed by the doctors, yada, 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 I still wasn't hysterical. Even when I got in the room, you know, and I know everybody is different, but I'm just giving you my story. I wasn't hysterical. It's just like I had a peace in, I just had a peace with me. I didn't know the total outcome. I didn't at that time, you know, that he was going to have to stay in the hospital for five days. You know, I, I, I didn't know the total outcome, you know, but I tell you, I knew that God was for me. And I knew that no matter what the situation was, that he was for me. And that gave me a peace. You know, I knew what to do. I knew to pray, right? I knew at that time, that's all I could do is be there and pray. And, and I knew, you know, to call on the name of God, you know, I knew that was me being calm in crisis. And so for me to be able to even be courageous, you know, uh, at that moment and not, you know, fall apart, 
you know, I had to be calm, you know, and at that moment I was, you know, there was a calm over me. There was a peace and it was the peace of God and also being patient because we ended up, I ended up having to stay like four days straight that I was able to come home because I had some cousins that came and they stayed, you know, with my son, um, because they had to put him in an induced, an induced, uh, calmer, um, and then they took him out, you know, when everything started operating fine. And I was able to go home, just turn, you know, go home and get some clothes, turn back around. And like the next day we were released, you know, with no, you know, basically there's, we were releasing nothing else that they had to do. You know, you can go back to normal activity. And that was God. God is great. Isn't he? He's a great God. And... I had to be patient in that, <laughs> you know, walking through the process, still not knowing exactly what the total outcome was going to be, right? And then I just had to keep moving, okay? I had to walk through the process, so I had to be calm, you know, and I was, um, I had to have courage enough to be calm in the crisis, courage enough to be patient, okay, while I was going through the crisis encouraged enough to keep moving you know because once they released it from there then you know uh, I was at home with him for a time um, I think a month or so just to make sure he got all his strength back and things like that um, and you know I had to have the courage to even after that to keep just pick right back up and keep moving you know and praise God you know for his total healing power but I had to have courage in that situation. And I never forget when I, I mentioned leaving the hospital, going home to get some clothes to turn around and uh, come back to the hospital that I heard Yolanda Adams song. And I never forget it. And I believe the song, I don't know the title, but it talks about nothing. This did not take God by surprise, basically. And I remember crying all the way home, you know, because that song, and I know it wasn't nothing but God, you know, this, it was just telling me that this didn't take God by surprise. You know, it did. You know, whatever you're going through, it's not taking God by surprise. 2020, newsflash, did not take God by surprise. It took all of us by surprise, <laughs> but nothing takes God by surprise. And so for the rest of your life, you know, whatever you encounter, the good, the bad, even the ugly, you know, God forbid, but, you know, it's not a perfect world. So, nothing takes God by surprise. And so, I had to have courage in that crisis. So, do you have courage in a time of crisis? That's something to ask. How can I have courage? So, if you didn't during 2020 or whatever crisis that you were faced with, you know, there's a time to ask God, how can I, you know, have courage in a crisis? How can I have courage, you know, to keep moving? Even if you didn't encounter none in 2020, everything stayed the same. Um, everything was great. Some people, every you know, just by 2020 arriving or or the situation, you know, they have to deal with from the backlash of 2020 and 2021, 
you know, they froze. And they said, well, no, I'm not going to go forth in what I was going to do. No, uh, whatever plans I had in the book, I, I'm not going to go forth with them. You know, I, I'm going to consume myself with negativity from the news and, and get and draw, you know, get um, engulfed in all of that and whatever is happening in politics and get engulfed in all of that, you know, and not move into the things of God. You know, was that you? Was that you? You say, I, I'm going to just freeze where I am. I'm, I'm not going to have the courage to move forward. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor will he forsake you. It says be strong and courageous. So you have to be strong. That's one thing that you're needing to be as strong how can you be strong how can you be strong mentally how can you be strong mentally how can you prepare yourself now to be strong in a crisis how can you prepare yourself now to be strong to make sure you're you're ready in a crisis just like we prepare ourselves you know we stock all our pantries up Especially, you know, in Houston, you know, we have a season called hurricane season, right? And so we make sure we have our non-perishables like our canned goods or, you know, things like that. We make sure, you know, we have our candles, our, our um, matches or flicker, you know, light flickers or, you know, ladders. Whatever we need, we make sure we, you know... Uh, most of us make sure we have it because this is something we go through every year, right? And so, are you preparing mentally? Are you in the Word of God to strengthen yourself? You know, are you listening to affirmations to, to build yourself up? You know, to become the best version of you. And then it says, in this, be strong and. So you need to do that Plus, you need to be courageous. How do you be courageous? And I believe the courageous part is where we get in the word of God and we become strengthening there. So when things come up, that we can have the courage to walk through them. That we won't fall, we won't faint. <laughs> you know, we won't faint. We won't fall. And even if we do fall, we'll be able to get up. Because this is not a perfect world, right? Sometimes we fall so we'll be able to get we have enough courage to get back up we have enough courage to keep moving right and it says do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the lord your god goes before you do not be afraid do not be terrified we now do not be afraid fear not fear not fear not is in the bible 365 times it's a reason for that fear not Fear not. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Because if we knew that God, if we really knew, we say God controls everything. But if we really, in our spirit, knew that every time something comes up to bring fear, then, you know, the word wouldn't have to say fear not. 
Fear not. Fear not. Do not be afraid. For the Lord your God goes before you. He will neither leave you nor forsake you. So we can have courage right there. It says he will never leave us nor will he forsake us. So we can stand, we can square our shoulders, and we can have courage in knowing that we can move forward with the things of God. We can move forward with whatever God has assigned us. We can move forward with whatever it is. We can step into something new. You know, we can do all of that because we don't have to fear. Because he's not going to forsake us. He's not, he's, he's went before us. If God has a sign for you to do something for you to do, you can be courageous because he's saying in Deuteronomy 31, 6, that he has went before you. He's prepared the way. So no matter what you see, no matter what the pitfalls are, no matter what you come up against or what come up against you, because this is not a perfect world. So no, so there will be challenges. And sometimes those challenges are just like, whoa, God, I don't know what's happening. You know, I, I've never walked through this. But we can be assured to know that he will never leave us or forsake us. We have to remember we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. So it's not, it's not going to always look like we want it to look. It's not going to always feel like it wanna, we want it to feel. But he's told us, he's assured us that he has went before us. And let me lead you with these three points. Focus on the finish. To, be, to have courage in a crisis, you need to focus on the finish. You need to see the big picture. And I use that a lot. See, look at the big picture. Keep the big picture in before you. Keep the big picture before you. That's when it's good. People like to do vision boards or have you know affirmations around post it you know because it keeps the big picture before them so keep the big picture before you however you need to do it if you need to do posting notes if you need to do uh recorded affirmations whatever it is keep the big picture before you because challenges will come they're gonna come it's not if they're gonna come it's when they're gonna come because they will come. Two, dish the distractions. In order to have courage in the crisis, you have to be you, you have to dish the distractions because the distractions will keep you from being focused on the big picture. And before you know it, you'll be over here putting out a fire. Then you'll be over there putting out a fire, and you'll be here, there, and everywhere trying to put out fires, right? Because you're not focus on the big picture so being focused on the finish is one two dish the distractions because they interfere with your focus so we need to dis ditch the distractions three know that god would not fail you you have to know it you have to have it so deep inside of you to know that God knows what's best. Even though we don't see it, he knows what's best. And the only how you're going to know that assurance is to get in his word and say, it doesn't matter even if I'm a single parent, 
he knows what's best. He knows what I'm going to through. It doesn't matter if I'm a, I'm married, you know, he knows what I'm going through. You know, he, it doesn't matter um, if I lost my job. He know what I need. <laughs> you might not need that job. You know, you needed the you feel like you needed the finances, and you may do, but that don't mean you need it from that particular job. And so, but he know where he's trying to get you. So he can't show us everything because if he showed us everything that we're gonna encounter on the road to that promise, you know, we like to say. You know, I got a promise, right? I got a promise. God's promises, yes, they are true. But he doesn't show us every detail because we would we would turn around. He doesn't show us every challenge we have to encounter before we get to that promise because we wouldn't have the courage to walk through it. So do you have enough courage when a crisis arise? That's a good question to ask. That's a good question. And so how do you get there? Again, you have to focus on the big picture, on the finish. Focus on the prize. The prize of the higher calling, the high calling in Christ Jesus and so you have to focus on that and when we talk, think about focusing um, on that you have to look at the big picture ditch the distractions okay and also know that God is with you know that he's for you know that he's with you no matter what it look like and we can just look in the Bible and you will find many examples of those that had courage. When you think about Esther, when she had to go before the king, she had to have courage to do that. What gave her that courage? For one, she had to look at the big picture and know that she had a nation to save. She had a nation to save. So she had to be focused on the bigger picture. And also we look at Moses. We look at Moses in the Bible. He had to have courage to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. He had to have courage. Remember, he didn't even want to go forth and move forward because he said, I stutter. He tried to get out of his assignment, right? And um, there was no getting out of it. And he had to lead people who did not want to be led. That's a whole different, that's a whole different subject. You know, so he had to have courage. David, oh my God, David had to have a lot of courage over and over and over again. And we know the story of David and Goliath. You you, you had to have a lot of courage to be a shepherd boy to go out to fight a giant. He had to have courage. You have to have courage. So in times of crisis, we need courage. So this have been about having courage in the crisis. And I pray that any challenges that you come up against, 
whether it's just challenges of stepping into something new, um, challenges into not freezing, becoming froze when things pop up in life. I pray that you have courage in the crisis. Be blessed. Hey, have you heard about the Anchor podcast? It's free. There are several tools you can use to create your podcast. You know, they have the music tools and the intro tools that you can drop directly into your podcast from your phone or from your computer. Anchor will then distribute um, your podcast for you to be heard on different platforms like Spotify, Apple, and many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or you can go to the anchor.fm to get started. Get started today. You won't regret it. Thank you for joining us again. We hope you were inspired, encouraged, and empowered to trust God in the process from A to Z as you navigate this theme we call single parenthood. Be blessed.